BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey folks, before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you all about the brand new Therapy Gecko merch drop that has just commenced on my website, www.therapygecko.com. We have all new designs for hoodies, t-shirts, and stickers just in time for the holidays. And the stuff looks really cool. It's very high quality. I would show it to you, but this is a podcast, so I don't really know how to do that. But you can head to www.therapygecko.com to see for yourself and support the show and get some very cool gecko swag that I personally guarantee you will look very beautiful in. All right, let's do some calls. Hello? Hello? Uh, hi, what's your name? Hi, my name's Sancho. I'm from Houston. Sancho, nice to nice to meet you, man. What's um, what's up <laughs> with you? Dude, not much. I was really curious. Where do you, do you get your suits dry cleaned? Sancho, it says here that you... Okay, I need, I saw this and I wanted clarification on it. Okay, because right. these this is gonna be this is gonna be two different kind of calls, potentially. It says here that oh. you knowingly had sex with someone with an STD. Does that mean that yeah. you had the STD and had sex with them, or they had the STD and had sex with them? They had the STD. Interesting. So they did they tell you that uh, they had an STD? Yeah, you know, we we'd met the night before. I really didn't want to spend my Halloween alone, and met them on Tinder. Um, okay, and I made their phone number, and we ended up hitting it off. And we were on the phone for like three or four hours until like three or four a.m. And I was like, "This is awesome! I'm really excited to meet this person." So I decided to invite them over and like carve some pumpkins and watch some Halloween movies and shit with them mm-hmm. um, for Halloween. And on their drive over, they were like 30 minutes and they were like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm like responsible to tell you that I I am herpes positive. Okay. How did you react when, uh, when I, she told you that? You know, I, I really try to keep an open mind. I I thought a lot that like, you know what, if I was in her position, like, I would feel like a sexual object if this guy denied me to spend time with him. Like what, what, what means that we have this like sexual connotation to us spending time together. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I was, I wanted to keep an open mind, you know, I didn't want to make her feel diseased. So uh, okay. no, we continued to make plans. She was, she was awesome. 
Okay. So I think that that's 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 fair. You 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 like this girl. You wanted to spend time with her. You weren't even having sex in the equation, and so you guys continue to make plans. And then at what point did things start to become sexual? And at that point, did you what what made you overlook the STD? I did a little bit of research before, and it said that like the likelihood of contracting herpes if you're wearing protection is low. So I, I, I thought it was I thought it was fine. And okay. I think I seek out validation and like physical touch and pleasing other people like too much. Like it's become a problem. Mm-hmm. So I was willing to overlook it. Well, I have, I have a couple questions. Um, first, when you say that you seek validation in, in physical touch and in pleasing other people, in what way did that factor into this situation? I I really didn't want to spend Halloween night alone. And I I've I've been kind of going through this past couple of months since I got in a really big breakup with someone I've been with for over a year and a half, mm-hmm. kind of having multiple partners per week. And uh, I, I I recognize that I'm not catering to my mental health, like at all. And mm-hmm. I keep cutting people off. And then I get so unsatisfied with being alone. Mm-hmm. And I struggle with being alone. Mm-hmm. So, to you, you were craving physical intimacy to a degree that you were willing to overlook potentially getting an STD. And by the way, I don't know how herpes works, and I don't know what that likelihood is. So I'm uninformed about this particular situation, but... Yeah. Apparently, it's, it's fine with protection. You can just, there's like a small risk, like if the condom breaks. Okay. But I'll take that risk for like a lifetime of having this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what were your chances when you looked it up? What was the uh, percentage? Actually, like really low. 90% like it's like a 10 high percent chance 10% percent chance. Fact check that. do you have it for yeah. do you have it for I well yeah we do we have to factor that we have no idea but um do you have it forever if you get it I guess the I don't that it would yeah. also be yeah, a yeah there's like that we'd have to yeah there's check. no cure you have it forever yeah mm-hmm. yeah forever okay well all this shit is besides the point okay you're feeling lonely you're craving validation through physical touch um did you once you once you got that validation, that physical touch that um, you were looking for, did it help the loneliness at all? Yeah, I mean, I guess temporarily. Right. Did it help it in any meaningful right. long term way? No. No, not at all. What do you think would solve that issue? In a long-term way. 
you know, I, I'm going to start going to therapy tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And uh, I really want to find the root of this. I think it's like some childhood. You know what? Um, do you want to hear my Elvis impression? I have a really good Elvis impression. Is is your Elvis impression related to what you were about? What you Is no, your Elvis impression not. in any way, shape, or form related have- to this? No, not at all. But I no, but I, then I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear it right now. And this, if you don't want to talk about this anymore, no, I'm I'm okay with talking about it. Okay, I mean, you don't have to. You sound like you don't want to. That's why you brought up doing an Elvis. No, 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 no. Uh, no, I just I, I want to keep talking about it. Why did you bring up? Are you looking at the chat right now? No. No, not at all. Why did you bring up doing an Elvis impression? I have a really good Elvis impression. Why did you bring up doing an Elvis impression? It, you know, I I think there is some root contribution of my love for Elvis and my desire to be Elvis and this romanization of he got all the women that he wanted and I guess I want to be Elvis. Um, well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of the little Sancho, old Sancho, I hate this. Sancho, please stop. Please stop. Um. Okay, so you're gonna go, you're gonna go to therapy tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go to therapy tomorrow. Okay. How many? Um. That's good. It's good that you're you're taking some kind of initiative to uh. To deal with this, yeah, um, yeah, I think so. How, uh, what's your name, Sancho? Is there any um, anything? Did you get tested for herpes afterwards? No, no, I, I, I haven't. You haven't gotten tested, Sancho? Did you have sex with anyone before getting tested for herpes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sancho, go, Sancho, go get tested for herpes, man. Yeah, you're sitting I here so. on the Sancho, Sancho, you're sitting here on the phone trying to do a gecko, trying to do an Elvis impression for a gecko. Right now, right. You should go get tested. I'm for not herpes. trying. It's a, it's a really good impression. Okay, I, I know. I should. All right. uh, uh, Sancho, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Yeah, I, I have a question, Gek. Um, if I started Twitch streaming in a fish costume and uh-huh. I labeled myself as the well-being fish, would yeah. you would you would you sue me for stealing your image, or maybe that would encourage you to have me on your show? No, that as, I I wouldn't I wouldn't I don't think I would do either of those two things. Um, I would probably I probably wouldn't do anything in in response to that. Really, you don't. What would be the first uh, step in becoming the wealthy fish? Thank you very much for calling, Sancho. I'll, I'll talk to you. Um, I'll talk to you soon. It actually wasn't that bad of an Elvis impression. I don't really know. I I I, I mean, I've listened to Hound Dog 
and Viva Las Vegas. But I guess in his like, I haven't like listened to any interviews with him. I haven't seen that movie, so I don't know exactly what he says. So I don't have a great frame of reference, but from the frame of reference I do have, it it wasn't that bad. Is spontaneously doing Elvis impressions just maybe a symptom of herpes? Let's fact check that too. While we're fa- I'm, we don't, I'm not sure it's true. There's no basis in it. But I'm just saying, while we fact check things, let's fact check that as well. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hello? How's it going? Josh, you have been on the line... You've been on hold for three hours. Yeah, just about. What have you been doing while you've been on hold for three hours? Honestly, funny enough, while I've been listening to you and uh, playing this game called Vampire Survivors, I just got really into. It says here that you wanted to call in uh, because you're a vampire rapper and you wanted to talk about that. Yeah, so uh, that's why it was uh, funny I was playing that game. How does one become a vampire rapper? Well, first, I became a vampire. And then the rapper thing just kind of followed that. I was well, I was wondering which one was first. Well, a vampire rap... Well, actually, I'm thinking here, it would make kind of more sense for you to be have become a rapper, a rapper first and then become a vampire because... Um, you're a vap- you're a vampire rapper, not a rapper vampire. The second thing is like yeah. the main thing, right? Like you are you are a rapper and vampire is the type of rapper you are. Whereas if you were by trade a vampire, but you are a rapping va- Do you know what I'm saying right now? Yeah, that does make a lot of sense actually. Well, actually, the truth is none of this makes sense, but we're going to roll with it anyway. What is a vampire rapper? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am a uh, rapper. I started making music in like 2017, and um, I mostly rap about vampire shenanigans. Um, how did you get into like? Okay, so walk me through this. You are a vampire, or you just fuck with vampires? Uh, I fuck with vampires heavily. Uh, if I could be a vampire, I would be. And as far as it goes, you know what? I'm just going to say I am a vampire. Yeah, I'm thinking back. Well, I don't know why I asked you if you're a vampire because vampires aren't real. But I don't know if maybe you 
like I mean, if I, I who am I? Fuck me. Who am I to say who's real and who's not? If you say you are something, I, I'm not going to be. I there mean, uh, people give names to monsters. Monsters can be a lot of things throughout history. Vampires have always been in uh, in history throughout every culture. You know, some kind of vampire or another. So I, I feel like um, it's a staple throughout history and society. Why? A vampire. You say that if you could be one, you would be one. I, I don't think I would say the same, but why would you choose to be a vampire as opposed to a human? Wouldn't you want to live forever? Be young forever? No. No, I don't want to fucking live forever. This is horrible. <laughs> that was a very vampire laugh. Well, it hasn't, it hasn't been the best for me lately, but uh, at the same time, I, I still, I'd kick it a little bit longer. See, this is even more interesting to me. You, Your life, according to you, hasn't even been good, and yet you want to live it forever. I mean, I, I've never really been, like, a religious person, right? I, I'm not convinced there's something after death. Mm-hmm. And I do enjoy life. I always have. Uh, even when it gets shitty. But I'm... I don't want to let it go. So maybe it's like a, a death complex thing. You're like reverse suicidal. Uh, I mean, maybe you could say that. I When I was younger, I used to be um, more on the opposite of that. Very suicidal. And... Okay. Uh, Maybe I'm trying to hold on to life or trying to to get more out of it. I like that. What do you Okay, tell me this. In the in living forever, what what could you do that you can't just do right now? Honestly, just the biggest thing is I feel like I'm wasting time. When I'm just spending time doing stuff that I want to do, like like playing video games or listening to the Gecko talk. Lately, I've, I've been like, you know, listening to podcasts when I do the dishes. Something that I can, I feel like I'm doing something productive while I'm listening to stuff. Mm-hmm. I wish I had all the time in the world that I could just not worry about about life slipping away. Well, okay, this is why I'm asking. Uh, so life is slipping away um, on a on a second secondly basis. Um, what do you want to do with it? What what? I mean, life's only valuable because you decide to wake up and get out of bed and do anything, or you know, at least look at stuff, at least feel alive. Like, what do you what do you intend to do with this life? Or desire to do. I have a few you goals. Can't just do right now, please. Let me hear the goals. I'm, I'm working on them right now, but um, one, I want to be happy, which I feel like I am a lot of days, but not every day. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I wake up happy, and I just want to get out of bed. And I was actually listening to your um podcast with uh Baby No Money the other day, mm. and he said something that. 
when people ask him what it's like to do what he does, he tells them that he can't wait to get out of bed every day. And I used to be like that. But lately, I've been wanting to, to sleep an extra hour, as long as I can before I, before I like get up to go to work. And I missed wanting to like wake up to take like the day and, and fucking like seize it. What do you think changed between now and when you used to wake up wanting to seize the day? Honestly, a lot. A lot has changed. I, I don't know exactly what it is. Um, I'm, I'm a father. I am I'm a young father. I uh, had my daughter when I was 17. And I'm 24 now, so she's seven years old. Mm. Um, having to grow up to be responsible for that, that's a whole other, whole other, you know, beast on its own. Um, but at the same time, like, my daughter is one of the reasons that I remembered why I wanted to get out of bed in the morning. But I've been working a lot more lately. Um, I switched my job. That was part of like what I uh, put in the call note. I didn't really switch my job. I kind of lost my job at the place I was working at. And I really loved my job. And uh, it's a lot different working like for a corporate business versus working for someone that you like personally know. You feel more expendable. Hmm. I'm talking a You're, lot more. Um... Well, no, I mean, this you're a lot more than... Um, it's funny, because I came into this thinking that I was going to learn about vampires and rappers, but I'm learning more about Josh. <laughs> um, well, I'm, so, I'm glad to hear so, that. So, so tell me these goals that you have. You want to wake up happy. You want to wake up happy. Okay. Yeah. That's a goal. That's, that's a good. That's foremost. a good thesis. That's a good thesis. When's the last time you woke up happy? Um, like probably. Well, I mean, this morning I didn't wake up sad, but I, I still slept in for for a while. Um, I so I work at Spirit Halloween now, and we just. I don't know do. if you know what that is. It's like a Halloween store. Yeah. <laughs> So we're like seasonal. So at the end of the season, we have to like pack up all the walls and put them in trucks and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And they're like really heavy walls. And I'm, I've been fucking, I closed down like three different stores this year. So I'm, I've been like tired and this is my first like week off in a minute. So I just kind of slept in this morning a little bit and that was good. But I remember last week specifically I did wake up and just like wanted to get the day going and got out of bed, like had some coffee and that was refreshing. Um, when you did your interview for spirit Halloween, did you mention the rapping vampire stuff? Cause I feel like that would have been the thing that sealed the deal. I started rapping as a vampire, like the first year after I started to work at spirit actually. Ah, the chicken came before the egg. <laughs> yeah, in that case. Um, but then that that led into like my next job. The the thing that I was that I just kind of lost was um, my first boss at Spirit Halloween. 
she like stopped being working at Spirit that year and went to go open this oddity shop. And yeah. she like called her team from Spirit and was like, "Who wants to come help me set this up?" And I like showed up to help paint the walls and everything and like help get the so you the were shop working already. selling like you were working selling teeth and skulls and shit. Well, th yeah, that's what it turned into. I, I like got my foot in the door there, and then she really liked me, my boss, and I just like stuck around and started working there. And yeah, that turned into human skeletons. Like we had a face in a jar for a long time. We called her Miss Jackson. I love, I I uh, love like, that um, you like the hierarchy is that you go if you get if you get really good. At selling fake faces and fake skeletons and shit, you graduate to getting to sell real ones. I I always thought that was the the irony of my life that I went from selling like fake skeletons to selling real ones. And then you recently got let go but, from yeah. the reality shop. Yes, sadly. Um, I mean, like. It's a, it's a really niche subject to open a shop on and like our location in, in uh, Pennsylvania isn't the, you know, the most popping. So just like the hours weren't really there. And it's, it's really sad. I mean, I, I absolutely loved it there. And I know my boss would keep me if she could, but she just can't really afford it. So that's a whole other kind of sad thing, but Honestly, what I like earned, what I like learned working there is so much more. I really am going to take this stuff with me for the rest of my life. And honestly, I met the person that got me in the studio for the first time at working at the oddity shop. It was my boss's cousin came in and he was like a metalhead and is like in a band and is a professional musician and shit. And I told him I was a rapper and showed him some of my stuff. And he was like, I got to get you in the studio. So that's how I like went from recording in my bedroom to recording in like a real studio. I um, had my first like live show through people I met there. So like everything's kind of been progressing since like I first started my first job at Spirit. So Josh, what are you going to do now that you have been let go from the oddity shop? What is your next step? So that's kind of the, the thing I called about. Um, someone at, uh, so Spirit is owned by Spencer's. And someone at Spencer's wanted me to go be like an assistant manager at Spencer's. Mm -hmm. And I, and like, that's kind of what I'm falling back on. I already like, pretty my goddamn close to the oddity shop in, in, uh, in genre yeah. of place. There are some oddities there. The the main thing that I'm kind of like iffy about is I'm I've been like the only job I ever really worked was retail. I worked retail for like the past five years. It was definitely different when I didn't work for such like a, a corporate thing, and it was more like a you know like a brick and mortar place. And I'm not sure if I want to keep doing retail. What would you like to do? I 
I want to move somewhere a little bit warmer. Maybe like somewhere by a beach or that's like an hour drive from a beach. And I want to keep focusing on music. Like I really love making music and music videos. And I remember I was happiest when I was just making music videos. And I would try to make one a month and make sure I got it out by like the end of the month. And it kept me on like a really good schedule and like I had this work ethic that like I felt like I was working for myself. Mm -hmm. So, so, so let's like, talk about let's talk about this. Let's talk about this real quick. You know, usually my my personal yeah. feelings on this stuff it um it it it, it gets a little wonky. When you have a kid, because if you didn't have a kid, I'd be like, go, because if you didn't have a kid, you could just go be homeless on a beach and pick up like food that washes in into the sand and then make your music and you'd be f fucking fine. You know, you can do that. That's a beautiful I life. I think about that shit a lot and it's, it's a beautiful life, it's but, one but, thing but, that's but, moving. but you have a child and so you do have a degree of responsibility here to you know take care of the child so what how how has how has it been in re fulfilling that responsibility i'm i'm not doing bad i i live with my girlfriend and my daughter um in her own apartment it's I, i'm able to afford it but i'm only able really to afford it because we both work jobs so that's definitely something that, you know, I need to, that's kind of why I already signed up for the Spencers because, you know, I like, I need a paycheck still. That's more okay. than just what I'm getting for music right now. Okay. But, uh, so, you know, ideally I'd like to live a life where I just don't have to work a retail position anymore. Or if I did, it wouldn't be like every day of the week and be like part time and then also focus on like art stuff so josh um i mean i'll tell you this i do believe um i mean you have an extra cog in the machine here in the fact that you have a daughter but uh i i do believe that y you can find a balance between these three pillars of your life the job that you need to work to make money the the child that you need to support and spend time with and the uh musical career that that you need to pursue um or, or think, just staying happy do you believe if you find harmony between those three things that you will be happy absolutely i, I think that's okay. that's my now, main goal now, out of life. now now all right now let me throw you this one do you believe that in the mere pursuit of harmony between those three things, you can be happy? Because if you're not happy on the journey, you ain't, you ain't going to be happy at the destination. Yeah, I can at least I can at least definitely have some good days in between. And that's I mean, that's what I'm working on is, is waking up happier on on the pursuit. Good. As well as the destination, you know? Good. And it's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. Um, I'm trying on a bunch of shit myself. And, uh, you know, it's 
it's never perfect. You know, sometimes you got to ride the roller coaster and you might just be wired in some fucking way where like, you know, I don't know. Maybe this is a maybe this is a dangerous thing to say, but you, know, you might be wired in some way where your depression is inevitable, but also your happiness is inevitable and you just have to take the yin and yang of life for whatever way it is. You know what I'm saying? I, I I do get exactly what you're saying, and that that makes a lot of sense. You say you're not a real therapist, but some some stuff gets through. Um, how do I? Who, by the way, before we go, um, do you have a connected spirit Halloween that I can start doing my uh, gecko costumes at, so I can finally make some money off of this shit? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll text my uh, district manager for you. Okay, beautiful. Uh, Josh, is there anything else you want to say to the people that computer it before we go? Uh, I found you on TikTok a couple months ago. I've been watching the YouTube videos, listening to the podcast. Uh, I really like your stuff. Um, this is my first time actually calling in, so I'm glad I got through. But uh, check me out on Spotify or check out my YouTube videos. You can All right. find me not by so fast. Not so fast. Not so fast. Higher. Not so fast. You rap for us right now. I want to hear a rap. All right. What's okay? Um, do you free? Hold on, hold on. What do you, you want to hear? Or do you do you freestyle or do you just do songs? I used to freestyle. I just write my stuff lately, though. Would you freestyle right now, or is that too much? Oh God. <laughs> uh. No, you're going to have to check me out. All right, spit us some bars. Uh, I just, uh... Yeah, okay. Um, do you want to hear my... I have a song that has, like, 500,000 plays. Do you want to hear that one? Um, I'll, I'll hear, like... Let's just hear, let's hear like, uh, the first verse of it. All right, I, I'm just going to do something else. Um... My latest, my latest vampire bars were something like, um, you keep squirming. It's no wonder why my teeth hurting. I keep slurping till there's nothing left to bleed from you, nothing left to see, and there's nothing left of me either. I'm peace certain that I think it's time to leave with you, packing up your things, and it's time to rest in peace with you. But that was the end of the song. That was that was pretty spooky. You made me too nervous. Vampires, the number four higher. Yes. What? Thank you for remembering. Thank you for calling, Josh. Love you, Get. Take care, brother. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who is this? This is Carson. Uh, Carson. It says here that you are with. Um, Tiffany, your girlfriend? That's correct. Yes, sir. Uh, Tiffany, you there? Hi. How are you, Tiffany? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Um, can I can I bring up what it, what it says that you guys wanted to talk about? Or do you guys want to tell me? Yes, sir. You can bring it up. Um, all right. It says here... That uh, you want to discuss you guys reconciling 
after Tiffany cheated on Carson? Yes, sir. I got a little drunk. Did some stuff I should not have done and cheated on him, sadly. Mm -hmm. Uh, How do do you feel about that, Carson? I mean, I'm kind of pissed. And, uh, you know, she wasn't... I kind of want to, like, break up, but we have a lease together and, you know, uh, responsibilities and bills and shit to pay. So, uh, I'm, I don't I don't know how to really, yeah, but I just found out today. I'm trying to figure it out myself. You just found this out today? Yes, sir. Yesterday, okay. she came up to me and was like, uh, I got something to tell you because it happened last night. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Tiffany, this happened last night. Yes, sir, it did. Okay, how long have you guys been together for? Three years. Hmm. Um. So long. Yeah. So, I mean, Tiffany, what what kind of inspired you to to do what you did? Yes, I just get attracted to other people at times when I've been drinking and doing some stuff I shouldn't have been doing. and Sadly, a little bit of some powder, which is just found in our local bars around here. You said power? What is it about power that you said? No, powder, powder. She's talking oh, about powder. cocaine. Okay, okay, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's that, um, that, that's her uh, You think I I should get to sleep with another girl, right? That's that makes it even, right? And then we go about our day. Is that is that something that you guys have been discussing? No, no, no. I just that just came off the top of my head just now. Yeah, that did just come off the top of your head. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, did. I'm not. I don't. I don't have any. I mean, what what do you think about that, Tiffany? Well, personally, I do not think that two rights or two wrongs make a right. What's the saying? You don't, two wrongs, two, don't, make two wrongs right, don't make a right. Yeah, so I don't really agree with it, but well, if that would make him feel better and stay with me, then. <sighs> what about money? Tiffany, what about money? Yeah. I'm not kidding, Tiffany. No, I'm just kidding. No, you don't. Okay. Do I, I'll, okay. I'll, we'll, okay. We'll, okay. All right. Everyone, 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 everyone calm down. Everyone calm down. Everyone calm down for a second. Okay. Um, Carson, tell me honestly. Tell me honestly. What if, yeah. if anything, the answer could be nothing. What, if anything. Do you truly feel Tiffany could do to get back into your good graces? Uh, I guess give me the mark code to her phone and just promise it won't happen again, for being honest. Yeah. You want the lock code to her phone? Maybe not that. Okay. We can just look past it and move on. Yeah. That's probably the best idea. 
You want to move. You want to look past it and move on. Yeah, yeah. But if it happens again, you know, then she's out、uh, the t- door, right? Tiffany, can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. Um, Tiffany, is this the first time this has happened in the three-year relationship? Yes, it is. Okay. I feel terrible about.、It. Um, and you guys share a lease together. Yes, we do. How long is、uh, how long has that been a thing? Going on eight months now. Okay. So、Let me ask you something.、Uh, long time for my first time. I'm gonna ask both of you guys this question.、Uh, by the way,、okay. real, you guys aren't fucking with me right now, are you? No. No. Like you、sir. would tell, like you you would tell me the truth if you guys were. No, I would go to a real、right、counselor. Funny. Well, you are a real counselor. I would go to like a, I'm not, you know,、uh, marriage counselor or some shit if we had money. But yeah, no. Wait. So you would go to a real marriage counselor if it was if you were fucking with me? No. Wait. If, I don't understand. No. If, if I we had money, rich, yeah. If I had money, I would be、right. going. I would go to like a marriage counselor. All right. I'm gonna ask both of you guys the same question.、Uh, Carson, tell me, in these past three years and currently, um, what kinds of thing? What this relationship as a whole? Has it been a a positive force in your life, and if so, in what way has it been a positive force in your life? You asked that to Carson, right? Yeah, I'm yes, probably. I'm I mean, it's been positive. Yeah,、uh, it's been positive in my life. I think in our life together, I should say. Yeah, you know, we've got our own place.、Uh, got a little dog. No kids, luckily, but. You know that's not what she wants, so who knows about that? But yeah, no, no. I think overall it's been very positive. Yeah, yeah. Okay.、Um, Tiffany, what?、Uh, how do you feel? Do you do you believe that the relationship has been a positive force in your life? Absolutely, he has made me grow as a person and、okay. made me become a better person. I feel very guilty for what I did. Why would you be chuckling? And oh, that's fucked up. She don't. She doesn't understand the gravity of it. She doesn't.、Mm-hmm. Well, what happens whenever you get a little bit too drunk? But yeah, yeah. I will forever feel guilty and just continue to ask for forgiveness from the good dear Lord. I don't know if the forgiveness is in the hands of the Lord here, but yeah, yeah, I forgive you though. That's、uh, it's all good. I'll, I'll forgive you. Thank you, babe. Okay, cool. I guess we settled that. Yes, thank you very much. You know, I don't think none of my friends could have helped me more than you could have. So beautiful. Is there anything you guys want to say to the people at the computer before we go? On the computer, we love you, computer people. We love every one of you, and thank you for your help. Ah,、uh, thank you guys. Have a good night.
I'm getting a divorce. All right, that was totally fake, right? That was a fake, stupid waste of time. You know, it's fine. Normally, I don't care about the fake calls, but that was that was pretty annoying. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That was really. I don't. I guess. I guess. Hopefully, it was fake. Hopefully, it was fake. Um. But then again, actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. I do have an important detail to reveal about that call that might change everyone's perspective on it. Both of them are from Florida. So maybe it was real. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello? Hello? Is this the gag? Yeah, who is this? Hello? Hi, this is Chase. How are you doing, Chase? I'm all right. How are you, Lyle? Uh, Chase, it says here that you're a triplet. And you believe that your two brothers mm -hmm. do not respect you. That's true. Why do you feel like they don't respect you? Um, I've kind of always felt like that. Uh, sort of like they were. Yeah, it's it, it's hard to. I feel like it, it always kind of comes off like I'm like like they're it's just you know it's just how brothers are. But I don't know. I, I've I've always felt like they were, they were sort of like my bro my 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 bullies growing up. Um. And when we got older, not not so much like them directly, but more so like their friends, and they sort of encouraged it. And anytime I've brought that up, uh, they kind of just ignore it, and kind of just in in general, I just think that they don't respect me. You know, they just yeah. Uh, have they always not respected you throughout your life? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I feel, yeah. Um, so... Do they li How, like, often do you really even see them? So, I'm, I'm 28, so, uh, I, I haven't, uh, no, I don't, they, they, they live in different states now. Uh, I don't see them that often, it's mostly just for holidays. Um, but like, you know, yeah, I, I, I definitely like, I feel like I don't really want a relationship with them. And in many ways I don't really, like, I don't talk to them at all, really. Um, but I do see them at the holidays. Um, kind of why I'm calling is, you know, I have to see them coming up soon for Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. And I just, I, I feel like oftentimes I feel like it, it, it should be easy to just, ignore them and kind of you know do my own thing but then 
if they, you know, they'll, if, if one of them just kind of tries to have even just a casual conversation, like it, it can, it can turn into a fight, like a really stupid fight. And even then, like, I just don't really want to talk to them in general, but then I kind of come off like, like the asshole. Cause I'm like brushing them off or ignoring them or whatever. And I just feel like I don't really know the right way to handle it. Let me ask you this. Do you respect them? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I guess probably not. Cause I feel like they bullied me, you know, and like they never any, like I said, like anytime, like I've brought that, that up, like they've just kind of brushed that off. Like they don't, they don't even really acknowledge that, that like, yeah, that like, this is the way I feel like they just don't really care. Um, so I guess, yeah, I guess I certainly, I mean, I can't, I can't really respect that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, is this an issue for you at all outside of just the holidays? Like, is this some kind of macro thing that just bothers you? Or is it mainly an issue regarding the holidays? I think that it's it's most... uh, I guess I, I have to deal with it most, like, like, mostly, yeah, like, like, during the holidays and... Yeah, just like any other time that I have to like kind of, you know, be around them, you know, around like family with them. So, you know, we did mostly holidays, yeah. <laughs> is, uh, the relationships are tough because uh, you have no control over them. You only have, well, you have, I'm not going to say you don't have no control. You have the 50% of control. You have your half. You have you, there's like. There's no point in us talking about what you feel as though your brother's may owe you or how we feel like they should be or how we wish they would be or any of that shit it's not you know especially Mm -hmm. now considering that you've told me that you've even expressed to them your issues because that's part of what's in your control right is to express the issues you have and you've done that and they haven't been receptive yeah I've tried so okay now, I feel like we're looking at, all right, what are our options? What can we do on our end to achieve the objective, which now maybe, well, actually, I don't know. I don't want to assume anything. What is the objective? Is the objective to attempt to build a better relationship with them, or is the objective to get through the damn holidays without fighting. How would you describe the objective? I think that I'm not interested in a in yeah, building any kind of relationship with them at least at this point. Um so yeah, probably probably the latter, probably yeah, just kind of like getting through the holidays without okay. uh, yeah, fighting with them. All right. So the objective is to get through the holidays without fighting them. Um, you say that sometimes you try to talk to them and it ends up in a fight. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In those situations yeah. where you try to talk to where you where you talk to them and it ends up in a fight, what degree of that ending up in a fight 
can you take responsibility for? Like, if they make a comment to you that's unsavory, do you fight back with a comment of your own? Yeah, I think I think if I'm really being fair, probably probably 50%. Okay. So, like, if we took our own ego out of it, and we were just like, I just want to pick the path that leads to the the... The path of least resistance, we'll call it. What path mm-hmm. leads to the least amount of conflict? Even if that path involves me sitting there and, quote, taking it when my brother says something annoying to me about my life, I will withstand that for the sake of the greater good, the sake of my greater objective, which is to not engage in conflict. And actually... To not sit there and take it, to throw an insult back, would, even if it feels good in the moment, be a detriment to my own goals. And so it's not the best thing for me to do. So think about that next time you are in a casual conversation and just be mindful of, like, this is my personal objective is to get through this without any conflict, what is the best way to do that? Not what is emotionally fueling my choices right now. Because if you're based off of what's emotionally fueling your choices right now, you're going to make choices that are going to result in conflict. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. What do you think about that? I think you're right. Um I think that is I think I'm I'm definitely gonna try to to to, to take that path to to think about that throughout the next couple of weeks, um rest of the year. Um moving you know, in general. Um I think so. Oftentimes, like you said, I think uh, uh, you know, separating, taking your ego away from it. I think, in many ways, I think my my ego does kind of uh, overtake me, um, and I think I, I, I just can't help myself but to kind of say something. And I think that like not saying something is going to let them win. Well, let me give you a different I have to bring up a different perspective on that this idea of letting them win what if we phrased it like this mm-hmm. your you your is tell me truly tell me honestly is your objective honestly to get through this without any conflict look if you want to yeah. stick it to them and that's your objective you can tell me like what really is in your heart to want to do over the holidays what do you genuinely desire you do you genuinely desire peace I think I think at one point in my life I would have told you yeah I want to stick it to them at, at this point no I just I'm done I've uh, you know I've I've tried sticking it to them I've tried 
I, I've tried everything. I've tried ignoring them, and I just I don't know anymore. I don't know what to do anymore. I, I just okay. want to yeah get through it without uh, causing any problems. All right, you're 28 years old. You've tried as hard as you can to make up with them. You've stuck it to them. You're tired now. You love your mom and your rest of your family. That's why you show up for Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. And so your objective, and I'm asking you, this is a question. Your objective is peace, truly. Yeah. Okay. So you win if there is peace. That's your win condition. I guess, I, I mean, I guess I'm kind of re- regretting the, the, the winning freak because I, I don't even really look at it as like I'm winning as much as just. Well, no, we can, yeah, I mean, look, we can stay yeah. in that. We can, we, here's the thing. We can stay in that idea. You win if there's peace. Mm-hmm. So. Because I just, I just don't want it to, like, I'm not trying to, like, it's not like I'm, like, I'm, like, trying to, like, beat them you know what i mean like it's just like you're not trying you're not you know, trying you're not trying to yeah this is not a this is not a win okay over cool. any, okay. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is not a win over any of them you are not going yeah. after peace yeah. to stick it to them you are going after peace as a win for yourself My own correct victory. is your own victory and yeah. so yeah when you're engaged and so when you're e- e- talking to your brother and he says some shit that pisses you off, and you wanna hurl something back at him because you don't want to let him win. What you're actually doing mm-hmm. is you don't let him win when you take the ultimate step back and you go, "Let me throw my ego out of it. Let me throw the idea of letting anyone win out of it." And I just go. I have my own personal objective for nobody else but me of having peace this weekend because I love my family and I'm going to take the steps and the actions required to achieve that objective because that's what winning looks like for me. And so in that moment, you choose to let it slide because if this person is, this is like some, I forget, some stoic philosopher said some shit about um, <laughs> letting people win is actually when you allow them to manipulate you emotionally. And so if you allow your brother to make you upset, to the point where it influences your actions and you say something back, that is letting him win. When you hold true to your ultimate objective, which is to keep the peace, that is when you win. And that's not a game you're playing with anyone else but yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, no, it does. I like that. Thank you. Um, are they bigger than you? Can they can they over overpower you physically? No, I mean like like, like one it, like it, that's not really like a it's not it, it's never really been like that, you know. 
it, it hasn't it's never really been like a physical like they they beat me up thing do you do you have you seen their penises <laughs> uh no what do you mean no they're your brothers you live i mean i guess probably when i was very seen... young like i'm a triplet okay. yeah so like we literally they... we took bath okay. all right so you've seen right, so you, yes you've seen their penises remember. You've seen their, you've seen their penises. Uh, okay, yeah. Do you have a do you have a bigger penis than they do? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if all the stoic philosophy crap doesn't work for you, then you know there's that too. That's true. That's a good point. Thanks, Gek. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Chase. Thank you, Gek. Hey folks, it's the end of the episode, and uh, I wanted to talk to you about something real quick. It's not an ad. Well, I guess it's kind of an ad, but just hear me out. Uh, Sometimes I put excerpts at the end of the podcast from my street interviews that I've done on my YouTube channel, and today I just uploaded a video on my channel that is probably my favorite thing I've ever made. Uh, It's a really fun really weird, really wild vlog that I filmed back in June from a trip I took to Guatemala completely alone. I went there to wander around the streets by myself in full gecko attire just to see what would happen, see who I could talk to, and I got into a lot of weird situations. I interviewed the workers of a Guatemalan McDonald's, A guy invited me into his house to eat bread made out of shit. I talked to an expat that was running from the FBI. And all of this was very spontaneous and not planned and just happened as a result of me putting myself out there and and walking around uh, as a gecko just to see what would happen. So I'm going to play a clip from it real quick. And if this video sounds interesting to you, you can watch the full thing on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Lyle Forever. The title of the video is Going to a Foreign Country Alone as a Gecko. All right, here's a clip. So is running from the FBI easier than you expected it to be? Oh, yeah. No, they have no jurisdiction. And I changed my name. I changed, like, my identity. So you were caught with five kilograms of cocaine. No, no, no. They caught me with way more. But I could only grab five kilograms Okay. before I got out of the States. What was your life like before you came here? Terrible, bro. I was selling kilograms of cocaine. Yes. You know, so you went wrong somewhere when you're doing that in life, you know. Smart man. Like a thing right off of Hooker's ass, you know. At that moment, I had a spiritual experience. And I went all the way back to when I was a child. And I, you know, got back in my body and I was staring at a butthole. We found out later there was a little LSD in the cocaine. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is your relationship with drugs like now? I smoke a lot of weed. Ayahuasca, ceremonially, DMT, uh, casually. I'm probably going to blur your face with all the stuff. With the FBI stuff? Yeah. Oh, man, I wanted them to see it. Yeah, that whole interview was, uh... Pretty interesting. So again, if you want to watch the full vlog of my weird solo adventure through Guatemala, you can go to youtube.com slash Lyle Forever, L-Y-L-E-F-O-R-E-V-E-R. The title of the video is Going to a Foreign Country Alone as a Gecko. All right. Thanks for listening, guys.
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.